Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Killer Collab Podcast. My name is Tony D, Tony Deaf from Florida. As always, to my far left, we have Mr. Chris Lato. How you doing? Blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Anyway. Held up like a loofah by the poor man of the night. Uh-huh. And that other gentleman, to my other left, he's got Mr. Joe Davison. Hello. Hi. 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 Welcome back, right? Right. Hey. Fuck, dude. Little, it's been like three weeks. A little hiatus. Yeah, well, we were ahead, and then... Now we're behind. Yeah, and now we're behind. But we did... Me and Tony did a podcast at Tampa Bay Screen. Oh, you so did without me? Didn't even guests. fucking tell me. Dude, you said you couldn't come. You didn't was say it your were, idea? You didn't it say was your idea. But you didn't say you were doing it. It was your idea. I kind of did. You didn't. Not clearly enough. And oh. not with me fucking dealing with what Tony I was going said, with. are we doing it? And you said, I can't make it. So... He brought the I would have made it if I knew we were doing and it. And I didn't think we were going to do it, and then he brought the stuff, and I was like, you know what? Let's well, you guys fucking it. suck. Well, I was originally supposed to shoot Carl. Um, He was going to oh, do yeah, a, a, a makeup a, tutorial, yeah. or in, in, yeah. um, so I was going to shoot that, that's so why I brought my stuff to shoot, Right. and then I uh, I had my stuff with me, so yeah. I was just like, all right, I'm going to go And the model, that. he had Vera uh, got COVID, so yeah. she, didn't, she wasn't able to come, Yeah. so Carl was out there with nothing to do. Yeah. And so yeah. we ended up doing a podcast, we had a couple people come on for a little... Five, yeah, that's great. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Fuck you, Joe. Quick. Hey, you guys, I'm getting killed. You guys. Like, I quit. Yeah. yeah. I'm, ta- I'm taking yeah. it with me. He does that like every once a week. Yeah. Like every, every once a week. Every once a week. He does that every once a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal You're thing. So we have a guest. You're going. Yeah, if you're going to come after me, we have a guest. <laughs> Tell us about our guest. And our guest today, a man with a magic eye. Uh, I've worked with this man in the swamps, uh, in the middle of a torrential hurricane. Mm, <laughs> He's a great director of photography. He's a great, uh, writer. I've seen him act. I think he's fabulous as a, <laughs> as a weird scientist guy. Uh, Mr. Sean Keller. You. Thanks for having me, gents. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you. How's your day going? Hey, it's very swell. Swell. Yeah, it's very swell. It's swell. funny. I was telling Tony, I was telling Tony, I was like, who's our guest? He said, Sean Keller. I'm like, why do I know that name? So, of course, we're Facebook friends. Yeah. I don't think we've ever met or worked together. So, yeah. You probably work on high end shit, right? <laughs> Chris I is very. Yeah. I work on the lowest of low. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Those are fun. Everybody does their thing. It's yeah. so creative. Everyone yeah. has their name. It's all a Do collaboration. It. Do it, man. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Don't not make movies. No. Yeah, I, I don't mean, care. fucking Corman made like what a hundred thousand movies. Yep. He made a lot of movies, Robert yeah, Corman. That's a that's a lot of hours. It's so many movies, and he did it for nothing. I mean, that's like probably one every two months, right? Just yeah, and they bang, were. Bang, did bang, you ever watch? Bang. You ever watch uh, Robert they Corman? They're great though. They're they're like super cheese. Yeah, that you know, right? But, but I mean, he was doing it, man. He's got his thing. His little. Niche. He's no different than like the wine coops, right? And the Woodses, and the Donahues, yeah. and the Lettos. He's no different than that. <laughs> throwing me in there. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Well, the can't... thing is, is, like, you're throwing me in there, but I'm not like I'm not like that. Like, I I make those kinds of movies because of Sean, because Sean's built the audience. Over the years, and and what is that audience? We uh, make would you say? we make movies to please his audience. So, and how many is that people in general? Like 12? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> the tens of you. You guys, right. you guys go out no. and make the craziest, raunchiest shit. I know. For like eight people, <laughs> but well, most of that is women. No, we majority got, of your audience is female. I think he's got a few who have a crush on the females you're pouring blood right. on. Right, he's yeah. got a few hundred people. Um, yeah, it's funny because you know Sushi is like our big star. Like she's in Seller. all our movies. Yeah, and yeah she's got a following. So Does she? At, she was with us at um, Tampa Bay Screens. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because like people would come over and talk to her. And I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, that guy, he's the one that buys the panties that she yeah. takes off and we put in the bag, and he buys them off the Indiegogo. And uh, so I knew like what everybody like would buy. <laughs> right. Well, shit. I guess that's one. All the weird stuff. I guess that's one way to fund your movie. Is the panties <laughs> yeah, it's right. funny because she'll do her scene. She'll take her panties off. Sean's got a bag. She throws them right in the bag, zips it, and yeah. we sell it. 
Yeah. People buy it. Well, it's like wow. a, usually get like one hundred fifty dollars for those things. Jeez, man. it's like a, it's like I'm a, in the wrong right. business. It's like a movie <laughs> it's a whole only other level of film. Yeah, it's a, it's a movie yeah. movie only fans. Like just <laughs> seriously, like I mean, that's what Sean should do. He should just open up OnlyFans only just fans. for his uh, yeah. just to fund his movies. Stable of girls. Yeah, he's got well, throw yeah. them on there. What, what do you mean? He's got like five. That, that's he a just stable. Every movie. How many girls you got? We don't talk about that. Well, I know you got one that you never introduced us to. I yeah, did, we though. saw her. Yeah, after we saw her, yeah. you weren't like, "Yo, I got a girl." You never said anything like that. Yeah. We walk out of the studio. You know, hey, I know, I know. Joe's married. He knows yeah. I got a fiance. We have you, you no know idea what? who you are. His was found legitimate because I actually met her. Have you met her? Did you know that he had a girlfriend? I knew he had a fiance. Yeah, but I've met her at the shows. Yeah, we met her. Uh, I just met her. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah and then all night, out, and then all night long. Talked about her. You never talked. And then all night long, I hear. Tony's so nice. I'm like, yeah, he's all right. He's a cool guy. Oh, yeah, but he's just so nice. I'm like, all night long. I'm like, that your your, what girl, is your fiance with said that. Yeah. Like, Man, I really like Tony. He's just such a nice guy. And I'm like, did your girl you open said the that like, like twenty times. Did your girl open the like. I don't know. I told Tony. I said you got a new fan. So, yeah. Um, How many times has she watched me get my head chopped off? She doesn't watch any of my movies. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. She knows like what we do and stuff, but she don't. She's like, fuck. Yeah. She doesn't watch. She's it. like, that's your thing. It's like you're in the mafia. I'll I know watch. he makes money somehow, but I'm never yeah. gonna ask him how. Yeah. Well, Sean, for context, I in all the his movies and Sean's movies, I get my head chopped off. Yeah. It, like I get killed in all his movies. We got three. Yeah, I think it's three, three movies with your head getting cut off. Yeah. Speaking of Sean, how are yeah, you, know, sir? Kind of Our guest. We just kind of let you sit over there. I'm just sorry. a silent observer. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sitting so, here listening. Sean, you do a lot of director of photography kind of gigs. Explain to our audience what that means exactly. Uh, so a director of photography, also known as a cinematographer, is somebody who uh, essentially is in charge of the camera department and the grip and electric department. <clears throat> and we frame the film. We, frame, we, we are the eye of the movie. We are... Uh, behind the camera, uh, we structure the scene. Um, so you're responsible for the look. Of responsible the movie. for the look of the movie. Responsible for the lighting of the movie. Uh, the technicality of the camera movements. Uh, the style of the movie, as far as its look, its color tone, uh, its lens choice, its camera choice, all the way down to that. We work very closely with the director. A director and a DP are best friends, right. um, and they have to have that <clears throat> chemistry. Yeah, of course. In order to create that story together yeah and the director's job is to relay his vision to you correct and you make that happen that's right very good mm. yeah so how much of that is actually um wouldn't that relationship have to go into like the editing as well like wouldn't you have to have, to have the same relationship with the editors? they do the color color grading they got to do you know the, the, the tone for music and yes. it's just so typically how, how does that relationship like extend to the editor from the director to DP and then the editor. So a lot of the time um, the director will have that look in his mind mm -hmm. and he'll he'll communicate that to his DP and that DP will understand that from all the way down to a script level and usually there is a lot of collaboration before in pre-production that decides whatever kind of color or LUT lookup table um, or you know framing they want to go with and then in post-production when the movie is shot um, a lot of the time the director will sit in with the editor and they'll work hand in hand in you know finalizing the look finalizing the colors finalizing all of that stuff and on big big budgets a lot of the time the DP will ha already have the color colorist there on set with him yeah and they will while they're shooting the movie they'll have the scene colored so the DP right. and the director nice. And the producers can see what that scene will look like. So it's yeah. basically the in DIT, right? Correct. Does that? Yep. Yep. A DIT colorist, or there's sometimes there's just a colorist, right. which That's is cool. pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, and those big fancy movies. Yeah, yes. the big budget. So do you work for a Who company, for? or are you just? I work for myself. Freelance. Yep. I'm right. a freelancer. I do have an LLC. Um, I was doing a, a rental house for a little while. Uh, you know, <clears throat> renting out my cinema gear and all that kind of stuff, but. I've really been focusing on, you know, the artistry, mm -hmm. you know, just solely being a director of photography. And being a daddy. And being a daddy You're now. a new daddy. Oh, I am. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. I don't think there's an amount of coffee in the world that can... Uh, Could have warned you. Wake. 
Nah. I warned you. It's brutal. I know you did. It's a, it's another <laughs> level of tired. I never thought the I would. The first couple yeah. of years is brutal, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Brutal. So I'm going. I'm raising him to be a nice little focus puller. Yeah. <laughs> there, you there, you go. Go. there you go. There you go. I pulled right my focus a lot as a child. Oh yeah. 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 Right on the dolly. All the way up to like. You know, well, I still pull my focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, is it a manual? Sometimes focus? my wife pulls my focus. <laughs> yeah, it's manual usually. Is it the? You know, never mind. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't use anything electronic on my uh, equipment. So, what is your camera of choice these Sorry. days? <laughs> Uh, the Arri Alexa. Oh, uh, yeah. Nothing wrong one? with the Arri sensor. It's no. just immaculate. It's beautiful. Do you own, own one? I do own one. Nice. Yeah, I do. It's, it's a mini? Uh, it's a mini. Nice. Yep. Oh, yeah. Alexa yeah, mini. And now there's that new S35 mini. Yeah, totally, Holy man. Holy moly. I was looking at the RX7 down on the G95. Yeah. 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 The XYZ. Yeah. Yeah. Joe gives yeah. a shit less about Well, well the RX7 is the not car. Technical. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's not technical whatsoever. No, I'm no, like... Not. Camera that way, make pretty. That's why. That's why Joe and I can work well yeah. together. Because he's like, he tells me what he wants to say, yeah. and then I take care of the technical stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Done. Yeah, Yo, I want it kind of like this that. kind of frame and smoke. Right. And then two people will be saying stuff. Funny, I worked with. He's uh, like, okay. You know Brandon Hyde, right? Yeah, I love Brandon. Um, Wonderful. he shot my movie Crazy Lake, and that's how it was. I was just like, I trust Brandon, and I know he's gonna get me some nice shots, and it's just like, mm-hmm. do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just give him free reign, and if I wanted something, then I tell him. That's Maybe. why the relationship's so important. Yeah. Because the director has to entrust that with the DP, because right. you know the director has enough to focus on, including his talent. Yeah. You know his main priority. Mainly, is, that's the pr- main issue is the talent. Right. You're being pulled away in so many directions. Yeah. I see that all the time on set, and yeah. then I have to like remind them. And I say, listen, don't get into another department. Yeah. That's not your 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 world right. you know that's what your producers are there for that's what your assistant directors are there for to coordinate time to coordinate logistics mm-hmm. you know you focus on your shots you focus on your talent right. unfortunately it, when you make three thousand dollars movies you got to do everything oh yourself. of course oh i know yeah i, I, I many, focus myself i still wear all the hats too it's like yeah. what hat am i putting on now and lately i feel like i've been putting on producer hats and it's like yeah. holy yeah. shit that's where i've been for months now yeah. just yeah. wearing that producer hat mm-hmm. sitting in that fucking rowboat now, <laughs> am I in the traffic lane? Out every week. Yeah. Sean, do you have any uh, jerked around? Do you have any recommendations for jerked, our uh, our amateur audience for people who don't have the Ari Alexa budgets? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, we all start somewhere. Absolutely. Um, and you know, it's it's that's the best part about it is being able to grow yourself in mm-hmm. this industry. And for people who may not have the big dollars or the big budgets. You know, it, it's not about necessarily what camera you have. Mm-hmm. It's about the creativity that you have right. as, yeah. a, as an artist. I agree. And, you know, nowadays cameras, they're just insane. Yeah. They're getting smaller. Even they're phones getting are insane. cheaper. They're insane. I mean, <laughs> my God, like I just got my wife that new iPhone oh, and the cinema right? mode. Yeah, my, son oh, yeah. got, my son's got that. We, Never, shot, we actually shot a scene in my last movie with it, and I was like, how much memory does that Damn. take up? Well, I don't know. Can you shoot thousands. a movie with it? Yeah, uh, well, you can shoot commercials, evidently. Apple proved that. Yeah. Oh, yeah? What did they shoot with it? <laughs> they shot this like last year at Christmas Was time. Was it the eBay commercial? No, I don't think uh, so. They shot this commercial at Christmas time about a snowman. And they had like these amazing sets, and it was yeah. awesome. And it was completely shot on the iPhone. Wow. Entirely shot on the iPhone. That's incredible. And it looked great. Yeah, when you got a million dollar company building your sets. Well, of course you do. Of course they <laughs> yeah. endless amounts of money, but yeah. the principle See is See how that good this looks? They uh, use the camera 400 million dollars. Well, yeah, but I mean they use they use the camera and, and to think about like if you're applying that camera with the right appropriate cinema lighting, you yeah. can yeah, still sure. get an awesome yeah. product. Absolutely. And that's probably more important yeah. than anything. It is. The lighting and the, mm-hmm. you know. My phone, uh, my camera on my phone takes exquisite micro fucking pictures. I took pictures of these little snails on my kids' fingers. Oh yeah, I saw those. Yeah, they were Dude, cool. Dude, that was yeah, done on this phone in a thing called uh, oh, what's it called? Photo <laughs> portrait, portrait mode, portrait mode. Yeah. And you can zoom in and out from yeah. Man, and I was like, I can't believe my phone took those fucking pictures. Know, right? That's right. crazy. It's amazing. It also took dope ass pictures of the moon through a telescope. Yeah, it's amazing. They're, they're, the cameras are getting crazy these days. And, like, yeah. you know, it's like the best camera. What do you have here, Tony? What are those up there? Those are black magics. Black magics. Uh, That's well, what I was just about to say. Cinema camera yeah. pocket 4K. Yeah, I have the pocket cinema and I have the, the original uh, production camera. 
Uh, yeah, that's the what 4K. I shoot with too. The yeah, that's if you if you're low low budget and you're like just starting out and you're low, fresh, low. Uh, you're green. Just twelve years still just starting yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, well, that's the thirteen hundred dollar camera. That's when it first came out. The production camera was a twenty five hundred dollar camera yeah. when it first came out. They're yeah, great. I got my four K pocket with uh, for sixteen hundred dollars. Had the cage, the handles, everything. They're great. That I needed. Badass. They're great cameras mm-hmm. for people who are just starting out in low budget. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the Black Magics I find to be the best camera at matching any other camera because yeah. of DaVinci. Right. Yep. Exactly. I mean, like yeah, he was a, a great inventor. <clears throat> yeah. Um, there's a LUT on the helicopter that, that you can put on the Black Magic that actually duplicates the Ari Alexa. Yes, and it's very close. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. So that's that, that that's that's like so that's, that I'm a huge naked advocate. man inside. I'm not the other naked man. Where in the world did that come da Vinci. from? Da Vinci. He's talking about Da Vinci oh, again. Yeah. He drew that picture of the two <laughs> naked men standing in the hula hoop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. That's Joe for you. <laughs> yeah. We love him Is for that so what's many happening? reasons. He's that guy. He's <laughs> that naked guy. dudes in a hula hoop. He's so only I here for comedy. He's like, he, he's so pretty. He's so <laughs> Me? I don't know. It's really all he adds is just comedy. That's all I have is comedy. That's all you add. Wow. Wow. Okay. Testing my intelligence. <laughs> testies, testies. <laughs> Actually, on the on the last, I think it was the last show or show before, when you were talking about how you were explaining the Bible to your daughter, and you were saying how see this little plate, yeah. like that really like, it made me think, and I'm just like, God damn, yeah, like he's right. Thank you. Like you a story here, from this little baby yeah. city, right, runs the co- fucking the whole world. planet. Like, yeah, it's, unbelievable. it's so stupid. Yeah, it's real stupid. Yeah. So, anyway, we won't get into They hadn't even traveled like past Egypt yet. We won't get into religion. Yeah. Yeah, we don't I don't do religion at all. So I what projects have it. you shot in You just did a anything did you I've just seen? do a T Mobile commercial? Yeah. You do a lot of commercials? I do. I love I love commercials. Yeah. Who doesn't love commercials? Do you do a lot me, of film or? I can't fucking stand them because I hate clients. And I don't want to talk to clients and I don't want a client to tell me that my idea for his dumb fucking product <laughs> isn't right when, you know, what fuck off? <laughs> I I've dabbled in everything. I think yeah. anyone who's porn, to get you've not into, done porn. No, definitely I know. not. Absolutely not. Not yet. You what, haven't. What's um, that? Which is why we brought you here today, Sean. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! I knew my career was taking a different direction when I walked in. Brielle, I saw the wallpaper. Was like, and it was, oh, we're gonna lure you to the dark yeah. side. Brielle was like, "We need money, Joe." <laughs> oh, she set this up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, if she approves. No. Um. So I, I've dabbled in all sorts of things. Um, She's you, directing. You kidding me? <laughs> and uh, you know, independent film is just what I started out with. I love yeah. doing like at home and get your friends together, mm. buy a box of pizza, and you know, make a movie. Mm, uh, lots of short films. Um, I started my career doing wedding videos. Oh, really? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're brutal. Wow. They're the worst. I oh, I beat my own ass doing those things. Oh, yeah, I've done a few. I hated it. Every minute of it. I've done 40, 45 of them. Holy Whoa! Shit. Yeah, dude. Shit. Yeah. I've done like two. I think I've done for like other people, and I hated it. Seven, man. Oh. I'm like, yeah. The last one I ever did was a Haitian wedding. No lie, there were 26 groomsmen, 26 bridesmaids. The sh- the sh- the ceremony was supposed to start at noon. It didn't start till four o'clock. There were people <laughs> sitting in the church at noon, and the bride comes out at four o'clock, and we're all like, "What in Why? the hell is happening here?" They're Haitian. I don't know. I guess that's something they do. That's, I don't know. Yeah. It was ridiculous. You I see said, some weird crazy. This shit. is the last wedding I will ever do in my whole life. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not ever gonna yeah. do yeah. another one. Yeah. Was I was young. I was yeah. eager. I was like, you know, how can I tell stories? Sure. And, you know, yeah. weddings were right. – I had my little Canon 7D with a oh, yeah. 70 nice to 200 yeah. on it. Yeah. I was like, right. let's, yeah. let's shoot some cinematic stuff. And so I graduated from that to – I did a lot of music videos. I've done tons of music videos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, show. those are fun because you can make yeah. them little mini movies. But unfortunately, you know, all the rappers are the ones that want to have music videos. I haven't done a and rap video. And their thing is stand in front of a car oh, really? and rap. I want yeah. to. Just like, they're, they're like the most – no, I, get, I get asked to do rap videos I've all done the time. Rock, oh. I've done rock video. We set a really? hotel on fire. We did. One of the biggest Nearly. hotels in fucking St. Pete. We lit the floor on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. That the Comfort Inn over on, I mean, uh, it was the Comfort. Now it's the Comfort Inn over on uh, Night Street. Yeah. Up there nice. by Yandy. But the thing is, is um, 
you know, music videos are great. I love music videos too because it's endless creativity. Yeah. You can do anything you, do anything you, you want, want to do and there's no rules. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can break fun. all the rules sure. shooting a music video. Sure. You want purple? Oh, okay. No yeah. Problem. Well, uh, well the know. problem is you with the new uh, no with a lot yeah. of the music videos now is everyone wants to do it in front of the green screen. So it's like you, yeah. you lose like there's no like it's just a green screen. Like, yeah. Yeah. You got to do everything in post and it's annoying. Yeah, now. that's that's not as organic. No. No. It's not fun. Nope. No. You can't be in the field. You know, it's something right. about being in the field that... Yes. And yeah. nowadays, they have these LED walls. Yep. Yeah, it's it, it's, crazy. Yeah. Essentially, what? it's the same thing. It's just doing yeah. a green screen. Like, what environment it's... do you want? Yeah. You want to be in New York? No problem. You want to suddenly be in the Sahara Desert? That's fine. Okay, yeah. We can make all that happen <laughs> right here. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. <laughs> in the studio. It's, like I said, and most of that time, it's, it's like... The, the, and actually, the rap videos that actually do them, it's always in front of a green screen. You can just put a nice car behind them. Yeah. And, like, right. It's just... Hmm, interesting. Ruins a lot of uh, yeah. Yeah, that creativity, and uh, it just ruins it. There's like, oh, can you just put this here and throw this up here and you know do that? Like, yeah. Yeah, I can do it. I can mm. just get a stock photo off of uh, Google. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's so bad. Yeah, I just, I just pay for that off of fucking, what's the website for photos? Stock? Uh, I, I stock? I just got them off Google. What the hell is it called? Oh. Um, Shutter. Shutterstock. Shutter Shutter stock. Stock. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, but. Too much weed for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> As he wears a death row. Yeah. Row <laughs> records. What's up, baby? 90s rap, man. So Paramount Plus has all the Yo MTV Raps episodes on there. They do? Really? Yes. I fucking stumbled upon them. And wow. I'm like, what? I so I started watching them. I started watching them, and they had like Snoop Dogg was like, 19 years old oh, yeah. with Dr. Dre in his backyard. They were having a pool party. And then they had the Beastie Boys on Run DMC. Like, it was amazing. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. So, you have Paramount? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they have all the episodes. It's badass. Gonna have to watch that. So, good times. Uh, I wanted to bring up, I, I, I did a, you know, a, I haven't watched movies in forever. I haven't had time. I've been really trying to get. A bunch of shit off the ground, including what's on our channel here, uh, South of Central. You know, trying to get season two going. A uh, little plug there, like that. Mm -hmm. Almost like we're all inclusive. Uh, and you know, um, but I've been trying to get movies funded and shit, and that's been taking up a lot of my fucking time. And I got, I got, I'm behind on my deadline with my book for my publisher. It's a lot of shit, but fuck it. This week I was like. Nah, I'm just gonna watch movies and not do anything and just sit here and watch movies and hold my new baby. So I did, and I watched some westerns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about westerns. I'm not a fan. You're not a fan I of mean, westerns? I'm kind of hit or miss with them. Not, well, like I like Django Unchained. I like. Um, I'm talking about westerns, bro. Right. I'm Talk, talking about westerns. You're talking like classic westerns. Yeah, I'm talking like you Silverado. know. Like Silverado. Silverado. Young I'm talking guns. about like, like Appaloosa. I'm talking about like uh, wagons east or whatever. Yeah. He's talking I about find like, like the Oklahoma. like the <laughs> old, old western, <laughs> old, like, yeah, John but, Wayne and stuff. Like I found those like very cheesy. Well, John Wayne was kind of the William Shatner of the West. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's great. I need to remember that. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I, I've always been a fan of western since I was a kid. I always wanted to be a cowboy. Uh, you know, not in the sense that like I don't know. I just want to be a cowboy. I want to go. I want to be the the marshal and also the bank robber. Is it the spurs and the chaps that it's, lure you? To yeah, it's cowboy? the leather. <laughs> it's the men in leather who are sweaty on horseback all day. Yeah, actually, it's the fucking guns. It's like, those sweet holsters, man. Yeah, it's the holsters Those and the are guns. Forty-five. So I sat down and I watched the original True Grit, which I love. That was John Wayne. Mm -hmm. Then I watched. Um, who did the remake? Liam Neeson. Uh, the Coen no. Brothers. Yeah, Coens did it with Matt Damon and uh, Jeff Bridges. That was Haley Steinfeld's first movie, actually. Really? Uh, she won an Oscar. So I watched um, Quick and the Dead, okay. Sam Raimi's Western. Mm -hmm. yeah. I watched the new Western called Harder They Fall. Uh, and then I watched... Um, you know, Ty West has a Western on Netflix. I haven't seen Harder it. Harder They Fall. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched... Uh, the Hateful Eight extended version. Yeah. It's like a series. So I watched those. And, you know, Westerns have kind of... Uh, I think they've always kind of stayed the same. 
Mm-hmm. It's the one cinema, the genre in cinema, that you can't really change aesthetically. Right. Because it's a it's period be, piece. Yeah. It's it, always we, a period America piece. makes as many westerns as the English make period pieces about the Queen. Right. It's almost like they're Wild West. And honestly, it's the same time frame, the Victorian age. And usually the same which story. Which people don't relate that shit at all. Yeah. Nope. Right. People relate the Old West, the 1800s, to like cowboys and Indians. Right. Where in Europe, the 1800s is like the Industrial Victorian. Age. And yep. Victorian. Right. And everyone's steampunk and all this shit. But Americans <laughs> are like, no, the, the 1800s, the Old West. Yeah. Also, on the other side of the planet, there was more shit happening. Right. Right. So I just find it interesting watching these these westerns because I'm a history buff and I love that kind of shit anyways. And uh, and truth be told, my end goal is to make a western. Like I have a western I wrote uh, years ago that I want my huh. oh, man. Oh, um, the wife? <laughs> no, it's my lawyer. Oh. Uh. That could be good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're also your enemy. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyways. You've always wanted to make a Western. I've always wanted to make a Western. So I'm, I was watching these, right? And The Harder They Fall. I don't know, have you seen it? Have you guys seen it? Nope. I haven't seen it. Okay, it's a Western set uh, against the black Americana of the black West that no one talks about. Right. Except you, in Blazing you, Saddles. You see some of these crossover <laughs> characters like Sam Pickett, who was like an outlaw. You see him a little bit in maybe like Billy the Kid. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it because they were close. And I find it interesting being a history buff that they included all these older black Western historical figures that white America would never read or watch. Right. And the way they did it was they did it uh, in a really awesome, stylish, suburban, western mm-hmm. style. They put rap music in there, and it worked, dude. Right. It was dope as shit. And I think it it leveled up what westerns can do. <clears throat> right. Well, I'm going to watch I, that one I think home. it changed all what uh, – I think that's the first movie I feel that changed what a western that's is. That's the Ty West movie? Uh, yeah, I think Ty West did that one. Uh, but then I watched Tate Flate. And Tarantino, who I think is a little bit overplayed – I get tired of some of his nonsense dialogue. Like Death Proof didn't need <laughs> Death Proof didn't need all that all that dialogue in Shut the up, diner Tom. scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Death Proof, there's that big diner scene, and it's just like it's like it reminded me of the scene from Reservoir Dogs where they're just sitting there talking about yeah. nothing, and it's, it's always, like no, it's always fuck. a diner scene. Yeah, who gives a fuck, right? Um, it's a great scene though. By the yeah. way, I hate Tarantino. I love diner scenes. So well, but. There's other Tarantino stuff that I fucking love. Sure. Dust Till Dawn, I thought that was great. Yeah. Well, he, uh, he didn't. Pulp Fiction, I that love wasn't Pulp very unique style. Well, it was. Uh, <laughs> he kinda, did it. No, it was his. It was Rodriguez and Tarantino. They yeah, wrote, they Tarantino wrote, they put two movies together. It. Yeah. Rodriguez directed Tarantino, it and Tarantino was in it. Tarantino yeah. had an opening with the Gecko Brothers. He didn't have an ending to, and Rodriguez had a, a movie with no characters. in Mm-hmm. They put the Gecko Brothers in the Tarantino and Rodriguez's movie, and that's how Dust Till Dawn was born. I, they could have went way further with that shit. Sure. Yeah. Not the direction they went. Oh, fuck it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Hateful Eight, I thought was fucking dope. I thought it was probably Tarantino's best movie. Uh, the uh, the just. I just liked it. I thought it was great, man. The action was great. The dialogue was great. The when people got shot, it was fucking. Right. He knows how to do it, man. He he's a master of dialogue. Like, yeah. How long was that opening scene with Kurt Russell and Jennifer Jason Leigh and Samuel Jackson <coughs> in the carriage? Like, how long was that? Uh, scene? I don't know. It had to have been it. like forty-five minutes long. Yeah. And you're not bored. No. Like you're. Well, just there's like, some funny shit that happens. Yeah. I mean, it's just Anyways, it's hilarious. So his dialogue is crazy. <coughs> Sorry. He's the only one that can probably pull that off, a 45-minute carriage ride with three people and yeah. keep you wanting more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's just good at that. Mm. Anyways, so that gave me like hope for the new new West kind of movies because mm. we don't really make those anymore. Nope. Mm. 
you know, kid younger, you know, our my son, fifteen. He didn't care about cowboys and Indians yeah, or cowboys I think the last, in general. I can't even think of a cowboy or a uh, western that's come out since uh, what was that one with Chris Pratt? Um, Dirty was it Dirty Dozen or no? This Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven. I mean, how long uh, ago was that? And that was a remake. Yeah. How long ago was that? No, there's been more. They had cowboys and aliens. Yeah, that was before. <laughs> Shut up. Tom. But they have other ones like <laughs> there's a western. A western came out called Justice that was shot in New Mexico. It's got um, Stephen Lang in it. Yeah. That was okay. My buddy was part of that. Wild Wild West? No, that was a long time. That sucks. That's up, a Tony. long time ago. But anyways. <laughs> uh, this is what you do, Joe. Westerns. Here's your Western. Yeah. We take the Americana style Western and we put it in the times of what happens in Europe. So now we have steampunk yeah. cowboys <laughs> nice. in the Renaissance cowboys. era dealing with the queen yeah yeah okay we're gonna have just a mashup there you go now we're having both sides well i was just i was <laughs> I just it. naming movies with the reason why they haven't made too many westerns in because they fucked it up yeah <laughs> they, they tried to do something different with them yeah and didn't work no no i um anyway so i you know kind of got me back onto this western kick and i was like you know that's that's my dream man mm-hmm. to make a western i, I wrote one it's a revenge, double revenge movie. Uh, You'd have to shoot that in like New Mexico. No, well, we got dude, Dry we, Creek. We could, first of all, Sean and I couldn't shoot it unless we had like ten million dollars. And I say Sean because he'd probably be DPing it anyways. So we need, you know, ten million dollars to shoot something like that. And I'm not ready. Yeah, I need another couple more years of directing and working because there's a lot in a western. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of things you got to think about. Costuming. Costuming. And not only that, but you got to have solid actors. Because if you have any kind of gunplay or any of that kind of shit, you can't walk up and just do that shit on the day of. Yeah. No. You know? They, there's a scene in this uh, Harder They Fall, this young kid who's playing a young black bandit who is a real historical figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, this kid has these guns, man. He just fucking... The whole scene, every scene he's in, he's flipping these guns around, you know, and it's just fucking. He uses the talk with them and shit, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, that's some talent. He uses his gun, slinging his hand gestures. Yeah, he's like that way. Yeah, he's like, yo, man, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That, that just reminds me of the, the episode of Family Guy where, he, or, or was it Simpsons? I don't remember when he was turning off the TV with the gun and turning the light switch on with the gun. And he was going crazy. He was just like. Over there, ping! Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I don't know why I, I just was like thinking about that. I was like, I want to talk about that on the show about you know where I think westerns have come from and where they could go. And yeah. I think it's pretty neat, man. What? How do you feel about westerns as a, as a cinematographer? <clears throat> I think the style of a western is dynamic. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't think they. I don't think you, they'd get old. They can't really get old. They're endless. They're timeless. Let's just put it yeah. that way. I think they're original classic, and you know, to make them in a new, new time, a new, new era, you know, a new yeah. year, you know, period pieces. People love period pieces. They love them. I love them. I think it's amazing when you can take something so classic and put it on the modern day cinema screen. Do, yeah. do, do you think the the current state of audience would be like receptive to such a? Is period? Superman or Spider Man going to be in it? Yeah, Jesus. I know. Those, those that, movies. That's have what I mean. Like, our like the new. Millennials. Like, yeah, the, the new age audience. I, I don't Gen think they'd be able to relate to it or wouldn't. I don't think they would be susceptible <clears throat> or th- acceptable of it. I think, you know, honestly, maybe I'm thinking more of like um, an old soul mentality. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, to be honest, I, I, you're right. It, you would have to like mix it with some space aged. And which is how we ended up with Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah. Well, even mm-hmm. that didn't do well. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. Harder They Fall did really well. It did well across a lot of audiences. Um, and I think if you do something like that, where you mix the Western with with modern music, mm-hmm. and you could still have that dynamic score in there. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's what will hold the audience, the music, more than mm-hmm. the aesthetic. The acting, what's happening... You have to have super. You have to have a ton of stimulation. Yeah. To keep a young. So you gotta have a on top of the train gun battle. You gotta have an inside the train 
fist fight. You're going to yeah. have a inside the coal fucking factory fight. You're going to have a railway fucking minecart roller coaster ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you got to have all that stuff. You Will know? there be a yeah. high noon showdown? Of course. Dude, oh, oh, you have to have that with the shot in I'm between in. the legs. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Quick in the dead. <laughs> yep. No. Yeah. So, but then, uh, have you guys been watching uh, Obi-Wan? Oh, no, man. I, I like it. all the episodes yes. Thank out. God. You went, You just You just triggered my Star Wars nerdism. Me too, man. I was hating Holy Star Wars shit. until Obi-Wan. Dude. I was hating it. Well, Disney It's butchering Star Wars. Oh, dude, they they destroyed Boba Fett. And I know that George Disney. Lucas is sitting in his ranch going, what the show. fuck did I do? He don't give a fuck, dude. He's at his he ranch riding his horse. But the thing is, is, yeah, that's the thing. But Hookers, here's, probably, if I was him, I'd be <laughs> we're having... We're finally at the point okay. where we're getting the middle stories that make right. sense. And the, yeah. it's the only thing that makes um, it so intriguing as a show is that we have Ewan McGregor. Yeah, and yeah, he's he's, he's right there at that that middle point, right after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and he still looks the same, and he's a little bit older. Yeah, but you know, you really feel his character. If they don't do a major <clears throat> fucking lightsaber battle with Obi Wan as a badass, I'll fucking dude blow my brains out. Because you know, right now they haven't done it. We can't we can't spoil anything for people. Don't spoil it. Well, I'm just saying. I wait till all the episodes are on and just watch. Yeah, you can't, days. man. How often do they come out? One, every Wednesday. Week. Every Wednesday? Can't yeah. Wait for Tomorrow. I get all my shows on Wednesday. Expedition X. Expedition Unknown. Obi-Wan. The Boys. No, that's Did Friday. you watch The Boys yet? Fuck yeah. Yep. I, that, yeah. I, I just started the first episode They yesterday. came out. They were out at like midnight Thursday night or whatever. Yeah. Are all the episodes out? No, yeah, only four. Four? four. Three? Four. I think, it's I think four. there's like four. I thought there was six. No. Um, no, no, I know. Not uh, anyway, that first episode, I'm like, <laughs> what the boys? is happening with the little man? Oh, Termite, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. Termite. You seen it? No. Oh, my God. I don't God, watch a lot of dude. TV, honestly. I'm just like, I've only been what? watching it recently because we have the baby. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's on Amazon. What am I going to do at 3 in the morning while I'm feeding the baby? That little guy. I'm like, yeah, I know. Let's sleep. Yeah. That, that damn sense. scene, I'm like, what are they doing? I don't put anything past the boys anymore because no, that shit is crazy. <laughs> I've heard that show is so wild. bizarro. It Dude, is. yeah. <laughs> the most recent episode, they have a guy who can shrink down like Ant-Man and he crawls inside his boyfriend's penis. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he's into the urethra going like this. Yeah, he's like around. making him, getting, you know, trying to make him fucking yeah, finish. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, yeah, the guy's Do like, I want to watch. Touch the prostate. Touch the prostate. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they really pushed the envelope. But it's like, you know. Yeah. But then I mean, what but happens after that? Like, it's just like what I, what I love about the boys is like I feel like that's what it would really be like. Yeah. If if there were superheroes like Superman and Wonder right. Woman and the Flash, that's exactly How what they, they would, would be, be like Absolutely. in society. In this, yeah. And dicks. if I had the powers <laughs> of Superman. Of I would rule the fucking planet. Sorry, I'm ruling the planet. Right. I'm Superman. You don't get nukes. You don't get nukes. You're going to blow me later. <laughs> Is that your mom? You know, like, that's how I would be. Yeah. And I would just hover over wherever the fuck I wanted to, and anybody gave me shit, I'd be like, zap, dead. All right. Because <laughs> you have what to he does. Be. I mean, right. everybody's but like. But Homelander, I think, is the antithesis of that. Antithesis. Right. Like, in this... And this, my untis. My untis, untis. And the first episode that I watched, like everybody's just petrified of Antithesis. Him. That's what I said. Antithesis. What did you say? That's what I said. What you did I say? say? You didn't say that. Rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd. Uh, uh, Homelander is exactly what he Superman would be. Right. I guarantee it 100%. He would be ruthless. He'd be controlled by big government and money. Because they try to control him. Right. And he may have to bend a little bit because the world wouldn't stop coming after him. Right. Once one person attacked, he attacked. But it doesn't matter. So, uh, I like it. I like the boys. I think that's, that's great exactly show. how it would be. Very it's commercial. A little, it's a little slow for me. Yeah. I want to see more fighting. I want to see more. Yeah, it is very slow. But then there's like a what the fuck moment in yeah, every episode. I know, but it's not done. enough. All right, I'm it's back. It's not in. enough for me. Yeah. You know, Homelander walks slow. around mostly in that outfit. He barely yeah. does shit. 
Like he'll zap someone with his eyes. Come Maybe on, the episode should he be that shorter. In a suit. Maybe the episode should be shorter. He could be wearing a fucking tweed suit and do that shit. That's not impressive mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And why does he always wear his costume? He's never He's out of his costume. Because he doesn't have to hide. He doesn't have yeah. to like be incognito. But like, that, that's why does he is, need a costume? Is Superman has well, it's to commercial. Superman he doesn't hides. need it. It's, it's, it's like when Jordan right. wore his Jordans. Like, he's right. wearing but his costume. Clark Kent wanted to fit in with society and blend in and right. let society and only help. Holander wants to fucking kill everybody. He doesn't need to be in a suit all day. Right. And if you think about if it, he was Clark smart, Kent. He'd be in like a tuxedo all the time. Clark Kent is Superman's vision of what humans, humans are. Right. And they're, he thinks they're like bumbling idiots. Right. Because he's like a bumbling idiot. Basically, Clark Kent. All right, now that you put it like that, I don't like Clark Kent. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Superman. <laughs> Fuck him. So it's kind of a weird dynamic there. But, uh, what I find interesting, though, is they don't have a character like Batman in yeah. the boys. There's no... There's every other fucking superhero you can think yeah, of. You got the Flash, Aquaman. You got everyone. You got Nightcrawler. You got Stratchart. You got the fucking Ant-Man. You got Superman. You got a thing. You got a fucking this and a Wolverine and a fucking someone who doesn't die and... Well, Batman's not a superhero. He's but, just a guy in a costume that has a lot of money for gadgets. Right. Basically. But there's no one like that in the boys in the boys right. universe. Is there a spider? No, uh, not that you've seen yet. Oh, damn. Um there was a Daredevil and Homelander fucking killed him, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, I don't want retards on my team. <laughs> yeah. <I remember. laughs> he's like, Don't bring a blind man to the seven. <laughs> that was when they were trying out to be on, on yeah. the team. Um, this this dude like Daredevil is they have a, this big gymnasium, and they got all these superheroes in there. And there's this dude, looks like just like Daredevil, fucking kicking ass. And he walk lands in front of Homelander, and he's like, nice to meet you, man. And uh, she's like, well, this is one of our recruits. And he's like, what's your power? And he's like, I have heightened senses. I'm blind. And he's like, yeah? Bam! And just fucking pops his ears. Like, <laughs> su- like he's like Superman, right? So he's like... Boom, fucking blew the dude's eardrum, man. <laughs> fucking almost popped his head open. He's like, now you can't hear either. Now you can't hear either. <laughs> oh. Um, in I heard they were gonna redo the Watchmen. Why? I don't know. Who cares? Me. But 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 that speak- being said, I hope Paul's brother gets the part again. Uh, I hope Patrick Wilson yeah. acquires the part of the owl. Um, or me. But. Uh, they that, that that made me think of when you said they don't have a Batman character, which is what what made me think of that. Yeah. Of the Watchmen because they do yeah. have a Batman similar character. I uh, I don't know if you guys know this though or not. Um, I haven't seen Spider Man Multiverse, but I hear that Mister Fantastic's in it, played by John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Yep. Did they have a thing in there? No. no. Yeah, just you know a, why? Because I'm going you. for the role. <laughs> That's, That's why. You. I just put that out there again this week. Dear, whoever's making that sure is it tag, Marvel, uh, yeah. Disney, tag yeah. Marvel and Spider-Man in this. Well, um, yeah. we've already talked shit on Disney. You think that's gonna work? I don't care. <laughs> I love them. They fucked up Boba Fett like that. Yeah, made, that's. I mean, that maybe show they was didn't, so bad. Someone, somewhere along the line, it's funny. It's like the only good parts of that show were when the Mandalorian showed up, and you're just like, Why and dear Disney, I will delete every single thing I've ever said about you if it's bad for the role of the thing. So. See, I don't do Star Wars. I feel like I, I saw an article. They said Adam Sandler would make the best Ben Grimm, and I almost Adam threw up. Adam Sandler. Actually, you know what? He's got a new movie out called Hustle. About He's a basketball recruiter or whatever. I like Adam Sandler as a dramatic actor better than a comedy actor. Well, his comedy is like, he's oh, like, yeah, he's oh, yeah, he's got goofy comedy, but yeah. he's a really good actor. Did you see Uncut Gems? All comedians are good actors. Did you see Uncut Gems? Yeah, Dude, I auditioned for that it. movie. Was fucking psycho. Man. I had a huge audition for that twice. When I left that theater, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. Like it was so, like you are just immersed into that movie and it's chaos yeah. nonstop. Yeah, he was so good in that, and he was good in this hustle movie, man. He's a good dramatic actor, but you know, he's Sean known for his slapstick yes. shit. What do you got coming up? Can you talk about it? A lot of, a lot of times we bring know, guests on, they can't post, talk about stuff. A little people post them. I got something big happen. Can't talk about it yet. I'm like, what? Yeah, just shut Why'd up. Why'd you post shut up? And, yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Just to tease you, um, I do have some projects coming up. Um, I know Joe is uh, working overtime amongst his life to oh, fund bro, a, know. a wonderful project. If anyone out there who wants to invest in a feature film, just hit us up right here. Always fun content. Always fun writing. Yeah. Um, 
good stories. Just a good storyline. Um, but yeah, I do. I have another film. Um, it is uh, an awesome esports related movie that we are looking at uh, bringing here to Florida from Los Angeles. Nice. My, my team I was talking to. When you say we, who's we? Uh, just my production team. Who's that consistent? I've got a uh, wonderful producer. His name is Mark Stockhoff. Uh, he's a dear friend of mine. He's worked on many movies with me. Uh, he's actually worked on Joe's movie. He was originally um, a Dolly Grip, um, but his true background is producing, assistant producing. He was actually an assistant producer for. Uh, I've seen Kittle. him do everything. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's an amazing person. Um, and Hashtag Mark. He's he's working uh, to bring a feature film here to Florida. So nice. uh, three million dollars. Nice. Uh, probably maybe a little more, maybe four. Uh, to which is nice. It's around the tier one category, um, you know. And Florida hasn't really seen anything like that in a while. So no, I mean we got a couple. We had like five Hallmark movies shoot here. Yeah, but those Ooh. are million dollar budgets each, and they not they even two hundred fifty, I think. Yeah, two fifty, I think. They're those are those are wild. They, they brought their own those. crews though, right? They didn't. They look, do they do some local hire. All the principals are usually flown in from either New York, Miami, or LA. So what's the point? I know. Yeah. When we have. Okay. And I actually just talked about this on uh, Film uh, Film Tampa Bay's podcast about how we have such unbelievable crew here yeah. in Florida. We've got amazing talent here. And incredible talent. No one incredible promotes locations. it. No one does anything. No. Like it's all about bringing shit in. It's about it's all it's it's all focused on tourism. It's all focused yep. on Disney Universal. It's like, but when you think about it, we could literally be the LA of the East. Of course. I mean, just our climate and our know. our freaking locations. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? In amazing locations. Definitely. Uh, what I like about Florida locations is that you can you can kind of match any other location in America. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Except for mountains, really. Well, but yeah, except for that, mountains. But you can get, you know, you got farms. A, you a got lot of beaches. people don't think of like the Ocala National Forest. Yeah. That's fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a forest. Yep. It it matches a lot of different areas, yeah. especially. Right. Up the east coast. Up the east coast, and then well, also Pacific uh, Northwest. Yeah, yeah. that's what we say. Yeah, got yeah. Okeechobee Lake. You could easily change out a Florida beach for an LA beach, and I don't think anybody would notice outside yeah. the fact there's no mountains in the background. But if you framed it right, you wouldn't have to fucking worry about it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you, you know, do all those big lakes that like they do in Michigan, like yeah. the big lakes. My my biggest problem, my biggest problem, with Florida, is that it is limited time shoot quality. Because you can't shoot in August because it's a fucking million degrees outside, yeah. and it's rainy, yeah. and it's hurricane season, and there's mosquitoes, and you can't yeah. fucking you, you can't have that do it. window from your window is like May to right October maybe to Diesel. shoot. Well, what happened? No, with, uh, you can't do it through the summer. What happened with Hank? It, it rained every day. Yeah. yeah, and that was what August. 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 Yeah, that was rough. Our our shoot window, I feel, in Florida is November to March. Yep, that's it. And it's like shooting any other time is so hard if you're not indoors in a studio yeah. or yeah we're shooting in August you know thirteenth yeah, yeah. You want, most you don't of want it's to do inside that. most of it's inside we got one outside scene at night but everything else is but inside. if you're inside yeah. you're golden yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know yeah that's the only like hurdle that we have to overcome is uh, the the weather torrential downpours yeah, and yeah. every day well that's not the only hurdle well. But, you know, I feel like uh, anything can be shot here, really. Yeah, for sure. It's just finding the uh, funding, yeah. which yeah. is sometimes difficult to do. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's not like a resource where – it's not like there's a resource of investors where you could be – you know, you're just like, yo, I really want to make a movie. I think I need a million dollars. You just walk into a place and like – Hey, uh, I'm looking for a million dollars. That'd be cool, right? Feature film. Yeah, <laughs> you just have like a, a building of people. That yeah, have right. Just money. a billion of fucking millionaires who just sit there all and day. They waiting. walk in and pitch. Yeah, pitch you just them. walk in and the pitch. The Film Funding Alliance of America. But who? Would, I don't you know, know like a millionaire like a, who would a sit headquarters. There. No. Cool. You know, <laughs> it's like an investment firm specifically to film. for film. Is that a thing that exists? Jeez, I, probably in LA. I don't I thought about a company <laughs> think on about the, these huge companies like 20th Century Fox who invest in their own movies. Yeah, you know. Well, that's because they have the money to right. do that. Exactly. That's the whole goal. I want to make movies until the point where I don't need investors to have to fund my own movies. Sure. That makes sense. You know, I feel like I'm very close to attaining that. I just need like one more go. Yeah. Again, 
uh, seeking investors of two million or more. If you want to make a donation yeah. or a pledge to uh, three million dollars, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. to keep this radio station alive, uh, it's like NPR. You'll get an Atlantis Morissette yeah. CD, Everyone's and, really uh, like a little PBS call yeah. center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'd like to donate. Yeah, for, <laughs> yes, for, uh, for the kids. A five thousand dollar donation. You get a, a napkin that we found on the ground. <laughs> a T-shirt yeah. from Goodwill. Right. Or the little uh, Shriner kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This beautiful blanket. This little teddy bear with a Shriner's hat. I gotta was, have that. This was hand stitched <laughs> from a child in uh, Australia. Wow. Ooh, um. Pure quality cloth there. Qualifer. Woven by the webs of orb weavers <laughs> deep in the ground of the Australian desert. Crikey! <clears throat> Crikey! Now, now are they are made out of children, or the children make it? It was made out of children. <laughs> that changes the entire story. <laughs> well, you got to do something with that extra. <laughs> My grandma <laughs> gave me a quilt made out of children. <laughs> a lamp made out of what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So, what do you what do you like plan? Like, where do you want to see your career go? Do you, do you want to just be? A, <laughs> oh, well, you want to fail? Just, no, no. Do you, <laughs> do, do you want to just be a DP, or do you want to actually be a produce, like actual full producer, or director? Uh, you want your own direct, um, like studio? Like, what do you want to do? Um, I I just I love being a cinematographer, and that's the career that I just want to follow uh, mm-hmm. for forever. Um, you know my. My my dream, and ever since I was a little boy, was to to get into the ASC and the American Society of Cinematographers, and you know, um, just just chase that dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I was seven years old. I knew what I wanted to do with my life, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, I know there's a lot of people in the world who, especially in the industry, who want to figure out what they want to do, and yeah. they 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 do a little bit of everything to try to get into that position. And that was me when I started. You know, I was young when I started. I was very, very thankful to get into freelancing early, around 17, 18 years old. And um, I started out as a production assistant, like most people. And that's a great place to be. For the new people out there, if you're a PA, don't look down on that. Look up on that. That's a tremendous position. Because, number one, you work for yourself. Boom. You've That's awesome. Within yeah. it, that's you're not behind a desk. You're not working for someone else. You're working for you. Right. Um, number two, you get to explore every department that you could ever imagine. Yep. You have freedom to explore the set. You can stick close to grip and electric. You can stick close to art department. You can stick close to camera department, and you can figure out the niche. If you want to be in grip and electric, work closely with the grip and electric. Make them happy. Of course, work and do your job and, and cater to everybody because that's what a production assistant is for. Sometimes you do jobs and tasks that you think is rubbish, but you know, at the same time, you know that's bringing you closer to your ultimate outcome, sure. your ultimate goal. Um, and so for me, I started. I, I knew I wanted to be a DP, so I knew I needed to understand lighting and I knew I, I needed to understand camera. So I gravitated towards Grip and Electric first, and I worked very closely with Grip and Electric. What? Sorry, I just read. I was sorry. I was okay? inappropriate, but it was good news for my lawyer. So go ahead. See, sorry. It could be good or bad, like I said. Sorry, I shouldn't have been even reading it while we were doing it. But I. That's okay, Joe. I know you're in a million places. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> Mainly it's amazing he even shows up for this hour every week. I know. Yeah. I get dedication. The time. That's dedication. Dude, I gotta get out of my. I gotta get away from my we kids. We appreciate somehow. you. <laughs> I gotta get out of my house for at least an hour. Man. Yep. That's what my girl was saying. She's you know, like, it's like, why do you crawling, even do this? What are you getting out dude, of it? I'm like, for me, it's like I'm out of the house. out of that dick hole right. from the boys. That's like me trying to leave my house. It's like just crawling out of out of a fucking cave where there's is, these hungry animals who are trying to pull me back in so I can make them another fucking sandwich or they can eat some cookies or they need some ice cream or they got to do this. They want to go slip and slide on the trampoline or they want to color. <sighs> Every... Fifteen That's seconds, dude. <laughs> so I told her, I'm like, I'm in a fucking computer eight hours a day just, like, doing shoot schedules and finding talent and all this shit. And, like, this is my, like, get out of the house for a couple hours, hang out, you talk You just shit. compared living the life of a director I know. to a father of four. <laughs> <laughs> 
but my kids are ready. I'm sorry you're spending time shit. doing what you love and fucking I scheduling a movie. Stuff. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. I'll trade you. I'll schedule your fucking movie. You come hang out with my kids for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all good there. Yeah. All right. I'm telling you, I man. did it. You'll never make more sandwiches in your life. I'm still doing it. You know, yeah. my, my son. With no crust. My son a lot of started, bread. My son started driving uh, a few, uh, like the beginning of the year. Or the beginning of last year, and his car insurance is fucking crazy. Like it was, it was um, yeah, one hundred fifty dollars a month, which we were like, that's not bad for a kid that's never driven before. So he got in a little. Seems expensive. Yeah. Well, wait. He got in a little fender bender. Yeah, his fault. It was his fault. He was turning on a right on red, and the guy was coming from the other side and hit him. Wait, you turn right on red? Yeah, but he was turning right, and the car from the other lane was turning. Left and hit them. Yeah, they were turning on the same street and hit. The, so, right on red means you can move when the no the intersection's I, clear. Does it? Yeah. Okay. And the guy would hit them. So anyway, Good. he got the ticket. What did the blinkers mean? But now he's his insurance went up to four hundred and fifty dollars a month. He works at a pizza place. So I'm like, well, here's the problem. The the people sued his insurance company. Yeah, the insurance company did it. Now they're whacking them with this. Yeah, of course, bill. always. So I'm like, Jaden, you have to get out of that insurance company because they're trying to recoup the money they paid out for you. So go to a different insurance company. So he, he I said, look, go online, you know, search for different companies. He went on. He found a place, Infinity Insurance, two seventy five a month. I'm like, that still sucks, but it's half of what you're paying now. Yep. Do you think he? Now this was last Thursday. We had this conversation. He found this. Do you think he's called Infinity Insurance yet? To no. secure his get his insurance, insurance change. No, he's a kid, like, man. The they don't fuck know. Are you doing? They don't know that shit, man. I told him you gotta call him and Listen, give him your information. My daughter and they'll do it for you. Let me explain something to you, man. My daughter turned seven like two weekends ago, and where we got um, a slip and slide with like a pool at the end of it, and some some uh, inflatable sure. rafts and shit, and her cousin brought over this big blow up, huge blow up thing that. Has a water slide and a pool at the end of it. It's fucking the whole front yard was like a water park. It was great. I look at my 15 year old son. I said, "Yo, go in the back of the house, undo the hose from the spigot, bring it to." The, I said, "Undo the hose and bring it out and put it in the front of the house by the spigot." Twenty minutes go by. Didn't do it. Twenty minutes goes by. I look out the window in the back. He's standing in the back. I had taken a uh, nozzle, a sprayer. Mm-hmm. And I had my kids have a trampoline in the backyard, and it's got the posts on it for the net. I took a, a really cool hose I found that sprays like different, like six different settings, and I had put it through the post and attached it to the trampoline so the girls can turn the water on and it sprays the trampoline. They can jump on the trampoline and shit. It's the only way you can jump on the trampoline in Florida mm-hmm. during the summer. Right. Otherwise, you're going to you're lose burn your feet. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> melt into the trampoline. So. I see him just standing there, and he's just looking at it. Many solutions to this. One, the pole's in two pieces. You can push the button in, take the top piece off, and slide it up over the top. Or you can just slide it all the way to the top off the thing. You can get on the trampoline to do that. Or you can just undo it from the, the handle and take the hose. And, right, right. and he's, I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just trying to figure out how to get this. And I was like... Just, just like, do it. Anyway, so I show him how to do it. We take it to the front. I throw the hose down. I still got to roll out the slip inside. I said, take this, plug it into the spigot. It's on the side of the house. He goes inside the house and he goes, he's over there looking. I said, what's wrong? He's like, what's a spigot? Oh, my God. I said, it's the faucet on the outside of the house. So, anyway, finally figures he out. He had no clue that if you turn that knob, water will come out. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. So, I go in the house, oh and I'm just like, oh, my God. And Leanne's like, what? I said, he doesn't know what a spigot is. She's like, what the fuck's a spigot? <laughs> and I said, what? I said, you don't have spigots? She's like, no, what's a spigot? I said, it's the faucet on the outside of the house. She's like, why can't you just say faucet? Is spigot some Florida word? Spigot. No, I and was I was like, no, well, she's from Massachusetts. Uh, I said, no, sorry, we all don't drink out of the bubbla. Yeah, the bubbla. <laughs> yeah, they talk all proper in yeah. fucking Boston. I know. 
Anyways, I love you, baby. Uh, on that note, I'm, I'm from I'm from Boston. Sorry. That's why she yeah. loves you. Sorry to hear that. That's no problem. We just all talk like this, yeah. It's you know we're weirdos. Were you doing photos? Yes, I was. I need to Yeah, but I guess it's just the time, man. Kids these days are just like fucking dumb. Like they should be like geniuses because you can figure anything out in five seconds with Google. And My daughter. They she, watch people fall down instead. She's seven so. now. But, you know, when she said this, she was six. So, like, two days before she was seven. Uh, she, goes, she goes, you know, uh, the wife and I were sitting outside on the porch. And she opens up the door and she leans out. And she's like, you know, I'm only, like, 93% crazy and 7% artistic. <laughs> and she shuts the door. And I was like, that's 100%. I looked at Leanne and said, that's 100%. She's like. I know. I was like, she just did like percentages. <laughs> She's like, I know. She's so smart. I was like, I don't even know percentages anymore. Right. I don't know fucking fractions. If I look at a recipe and it's like two thirds, half of, I'm like, we have measuring cups. I know, right? I guess you're not getting this meal. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Nice. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us at Killer Collab Podcast. Sean Keller, Joe Davison. Chris Leto. What's up, and I'm Thank you for joining us. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.